Maybe we don't get too serious. I don't know. I know. I did what? feel like last time was very serious. Um, I don't know how we make this not as serious. Well, I could tell well, you something. I think my You should break out of your Mishti persona now. Because I'm like, I know she's very. I know. What the hell? People are like, she's so Mishti. I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> hey. <laughs> So Father's Day is coming up. What are you guys doing for your I'm off. I don't know. What do you what do you call you don't even call him significant other? I'm not sure. You're a baby daddy? I don't know. Oh, my ex, I think? I don't know. I'm off the hook. Yeah. And we don't have any plans. We'd, we're probably going to be in LA. We're going to go see a show together. We've got the kids. Kids are going to be with uh, a babysitter. We're going to spend some time together, which I think is really needed right now for us to connect. Um, and I just want, I, I want to touch back on that, like on fathering and how y you yourself were raised. Yeah. Because I think for my baby daddy or my husband that plays a huge part in how much 100%. he how much he emotionally contributes to that relationship i think he's an he's a tremendously wonderful father but at the same time i think there's a lot of things that he didn't see growing up so yeah. he doesn't know what he has to do so he has to be guided in such a way which i personally don't have the the bandwidth to to do because for me it's kind of like okay well if i'm gonna have to explain all of this to you i might as well just do it right yeah. like but for him for example his father passed away when he was 10. so there was a lot missing in terms <clears throat> of having that father figure although he does have two older brothers but while, while he was growing up that, like the, his brothers were at that stage of life where they were kind of finding themselves and being yeah. independent themselves. So I feel like a lot of things that he needed to learn, he, I don't think he caught on, but with that said, I feel like he's such a family guy and he really wants to. So after our, our little tiff, he cleaned the entire house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he cleaned the entire house. I mean, kudos. Good job, Fuad. Yeah, good job. Uh, he cleaned the entire house. Um, and and he apologized. And I, I feel like, you know, some people, they, they they will fight you on these kinds of things or like it becomes be a blame game. passive aggressive and not mm -hmm. apologize or say anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he, which, which I think is something that allowed us to, to, co-parent in a way where I do take on more of the load because I also see that, you know, there are certain things that also he physically also can't do. You know, he just had a surgery. There's a yeah. lot of things I can't just leave my leaves in with him and just say that I'm going to take off for a couple of hours because, you know, he won't be able to run around with him. But I, I saw this Brene Brown clip where she was saying that um there's no such thing as a 50 50 relationship yeah i saw that mm -hmm. it's not 50 50 it's a partnership 
And she says with her spouse, and they probably worked through this a ton to get to this place, but she's like, I think, I don't know, I might get it wrong, but it was like, if they're at a, if I'm at a 20, like they check in with each other, like where, where yeah. are you? And if I can't, as your partner, cover your 80% that day because you're so depleted, you're at a 20, then like that's what they do for each other. And so they kind of check in, yeah. like I'm at a 40 and I'll cover, someone else covers for you that day. So I always and think sometimes that, neither covers and yeah. they both understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's and, like it's and everyone's just watching <laughs> watching YouTube. Well, yeah, everybody. <laughs> Scrolling. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, just but on there's reels. expectation of like 50-50. Like, I don't know if that's even realistic. I no. think part of that is also, again, how we have all evolved, right? When you think about our parents' generation, going back to a little bit of like Maya talking about, you know what Fuad experienced, et cetera, all of us, right? Yeah. When our parents, that relationship was very different from, from our current relationships or marriages yeah. is the expectation typically was that the mom would stay at home and yeah. take care of all things. And the dad was, you know, at work and that was his sole responsibility. Um, and, and I think, you know, most of our spouses grew up seeing that and you know, that's not just a Bangladeshi thing. Yeah. In many cultures, that was expectation. And then it sort of changed into this whole, wow, women are now going out into the workforce and they're, you know, contributing the same, if not more. And, yeah. you know, that's when that whole 50-50 started happening. Um, but there's also another article that talks about even with all of that um, and, in, and even with dads uh, providing more support, women have what's called a mental load. And it's something yeah. that you just cannot transfer to the dad because it's just too much going on, right? Like I know yeah. my kid needs to wear a swimsuit tomorrow to camp. The other one I need to order lunch for. This kid's friend's birthday party is on Saturday. I need to get a birthday present. Those are things that I don't know if this is just something because uh, females are, I don't know, just think differently, but we just remember a lot of these things that we have to be accountable for that men very easily can just not yes. worry about. Or they could be, you know, oh, you didn't, he, you know, he didn't take a swimsuit today. No big deal. Meanwhile, I'm like, I failed as a mom. Yes, right? totally. So no, I, um, yeah. even while divorced, so there was another article that's like, if people if married couples co-parented like divorced parents, mm. there could be a chance that their relationship yeah. would be better because you give your kids, I give my kids to the dad and they, that's it. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. I have no control. But when you're talking about like the women's like mental load, I'm the one that's like sending all these messages of like here's the address here's the thing here's his camp here's the this like every detail it's in yeah. every calendar so i mean i don't know if i should if i shouldn't do it but i feel like if i don't do it it might not yeah. happen and it could be totally just me yeah. on me yeah. but it happens even if you're not married 100 <laughs> percent. um one of the things today that i was talking about was that I felt I like I often, not even often, every day probably feel like, you know, I start my day job, right? My day job, my meetings start around seven o'clock in the morning, sometimes six in the morning, my time. And it ends around five, right? Around five, I have to go pick up 
my son and then you know it's summertime my daughter's home that kind of starts my second job right yeah exactly yeah once i have zen over then it's like a whole new shift starts where i'm preparing dinner i'm getting them ready for bed i'm getting everything ready for tomorrow and like what happens then but i feel like those are the things that can be shared but it also requires that partner's participation and eagerness as well it can't just be that okay here are the tasks that you have to do but that person also has to want to participate and take on some of that load themselves without being asked i also saw this like and Fuad's dad sadly passed when he was really young but i've seen men whose dads are in their lives still yeah so removed and they it's the same thing like I guess having them there and not having them there is the same thing. They still didn't learn or like the misogyny, the patriarchal expectations and behaviors are still there, whether they're raised here or raised in Bangladesh. And I don't know if it's a generational thing within our generation, but I'm, I'm hopeful that our younger gen, like the younger men see it in a different way. Or I'm like, I feel like I put extra pressure on myself because I have a son to raise him in a way yeah. where he has, he's more sensitive to these things and doesn't just think the world is his oyster every day, right? Or people just, he's entitled to to behave that Yeah. I think, you know, with our parents' generation, and we were talking about this because we had watched like a clip from another podcast um, that like our dads, they were also raised by parents and dads that were very much removed and very similar uh, expectations that like they didn't learn to do this any differently, right? Because when we all had kids, and I'm sure you guys have heard it from your parents, they were shocked to see my husband changing my kids, our kids, not my kid, our kids diaper, right? Like that was such a big deal. I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, that's his kid too, you know? Like, why is it that when we go out and the dad stays home, it's, oh, dad is babysitting the kids. When we're home, like Maya's right now, oh, she's just watching the kids. And I think, you know, some of us have had that pressure, like, Marion, you've, you know, you and I are both in jobs where we travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I, when we first had kids, it was this ongoing comment from, the Bangladeshi circle, you know, like, you know, like, and all this stuff. And I'm like, but that's his kid too. And he is supportive of my career and respects, you know, what I do. And it's okay. But it always went back to and not nothing about the fact that before I left, I would literally cook like for milk. seven days, label every fucking thing, put out their clothes for the entire week, like yeah. what they're going to wear, check the fucking weather, like all this stuff, right? Like again, mental load that nobody, nobody respects, but like, man. I Ziploc bags labeled Monday yep. through Friday. <laughs> Monday through Friday. Exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. But all they, all the parents are, you know, like our parents remembered is, keep palo chile, keep palo jamai, you know? It's like, so what the fuck do you think we're doing? So when um, Minal was born, 
I don't know. I followed like at that time there wasn't a ton, but it was like Courtney Kardashian and like Kamora Lee Simmons and they're oh like fabulous <laughs> motherhood, like in coming into motherhood lives. And there was all this stuff you would read about um what is like the skin to skin contact when they're yeah. big really early. And so I think I mean I did that I think in the hospital. We were in Italy, so everything was different. Um but my mom, like Nash would do that. And I think my mom would be like, what is he doing? And he didn't say anything to me, but later on, my friend, um, our parents are really good friends. And they, I heard the moms talking and her mom was like, hash the hash the morajachi. Like it was this joke. She's like, and it's like, She's like, well, it is skin to skin content. And it was, I mean, it's funny, but like the fact that that is so bizarre to them. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. hilarious to me. Because I remember my, my mom walking in on flood like that too. Yeah. <laughs> You're embarrassed for those things. But yeah, I was like, my mom was saying, my dad, when they had my sister nine years before me, he would he would like Luca Luca Adorgurto because mom wow. brother sister it was such a like male dominant like made chilere rukum karena like yeah. tough and strong like that's kind of that's the generation that he grew up in I think many in their generation and they never got that love from their father oh. either right it was like you know abba and like apne so my dad he used to call his parents apni um, yeah I don't know yeah. if a lot of you guys you know. I can't imagine doing that with my parents, right? Like, yeah. but it was such a big, um, big thing. And, and I think uh, some of that influence came from being part of Pakistan at, at a point too, where like they do say op op with, with their, even their parents. Is that where that um, came from? I thought it was respect. It is out of respect, but that's how like, you know, they're, they do say op for their, uh, to their parents which I think in Bengali cult culture, we are a lot more closer to our parents where, you know, even our parents will say tui, 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 right? That's right. not that's not as common. And I don't know if that's the case in all the languages, but I feel like the affection is definitely more prominent in in the Bangladeshi culture. In our um, language. Yeah, and in our language, which makes it so beautiful. And, but, you know, I think our parents' generation, they were just sort of, kind of evolving from that, you know, the the pre whatever it's called independence. Well, time. That's it. like you think yeah. about what they've been through. I mean, yeah. sometimes I'm like, God, I wish they like they knew better, but you can't blame them. Like they yeah. lived through so like war, survival mode. Yeah. literally the war. Like my mom will tell us stories of like she's like she's still traumatized by like the sounds of like loud sounds and all of those things. She's like, it, so it'll always remind me of that time. Or many people, like their parents or their dads, fought in the war. Like mm -hmm. there's so much of that that they have to come out of that. And we're only what fifty years old, fifty yeah. years post independence, which is yeah. nothing. Fifty-two, so still, I guess. Yeah, like within their generation was so much change. So I can't yeah. imagine changing yeah. that much over your yeah. lifetime. Like that's a that's a lot. Yeah. And I think that's important because now that we're at this age where we're experiencing the same things, right? Having children, seeing how our partners are as dads, 
it's an important reminder because a lot of times I think about the way my parents raised me. And of course, all I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I focus on like all the things they did wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, I always forget the context of they lived in a very different world. Yeah. They had their own generational trauma and they were making up for it by giving us better lives by, you know, migrating or getting jobs that kept them away from their own parents. And I think about yeah. how traumatizing that is. I mean, I sort of lived that because I live so far away from my parents, mm -hmm. that how hard it was when they left, they didn't know when they would see them again. Mm -hmm. They would write letters that would take weeks if not months to get telegrams my mom still talks yeah telex yeah. and then telex right like this is pre-fax days <laughs> yeah it's like a bird carrying a message across the, <laughs> the, the yeah. globe is how slow communication was and then if you had enough money you could make that one phone call that would last five minutes if if that meant much and that was a you know you didn't know when you would hear from them again yeah and that I think is really scary to think about. Like, I don't know how, I can't remember. I think you mentioned how old your parents were, for example, when they moved to the States. Cause mm -hmm. everyone, they were all young parents. They had no help. They didn't speak the language cause they, yeah. many of them I moved to countries. Was barely 20. My dad was yeah. like barely 25. Imagine that age moving to a country where you knew nobody. Some people that you heard like, hey, I'm our, you know, Apti or whatever moved to Minnesota and it was never a yeah. warm place. Never yes. a warm place. It's Canada, Montreal. Yeah. And, and then you didn't know, I mean, maybe our dads knew the, the language, but not our moms, like that nobody was proficient. Um, and then having to manage all that and raise My um, parents kids. had to learn French. Yeah. They like, did. So it was, it was, it. it was mandatory. Like they were, I think they were even paid to take the French club, but they had to learn French. I think my dad, when he, when they finally made it over here, cause it took time. Yeah. By the time they got here, whatever company he was supposed to work, work for, like filed for bankruptcy. And there was like, no, oh my God. <laughs> so it's like, they had to figure it all out. I think that's why, yeah, it's, it's, it's important to remind ourselves of that because it's so easy to kind of, I don't know, like point fingers at them and be like, well, you didn't do this, this and this. Um, and to, to now look at like the dads, like our kids' dads and how much more involved they are in, you know, the kids' lives, which I remember when we, when, like I had seen, uh, my, my dad was on his knees, like on the floor playing with, with Zane. And my mom was shocked to see that. Yeah. Um, and I wonder also like the dynamics of then becoming grandparents. Mm -hmm. and how that changes and i think the biggest change i typically see are in the men where Absolutely. you know our dads become way more affectionate yeah. and they do things with our kids that they never did with us yeah 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 which i don't know how that happens yeah um, my my dad is super affectionate as is like i'm his love child and he says that all the time he's like since your conception i mean and he got very upset. He was very upset. They didn't have ultrasound and all of that. So I remember when I had Azalea, 
uh, like she she was two weeks early. So suddenly when my water broke and he found out, like Amrat Tokun hospital dikajachi. And Fuad called him and let him know that, you know, my water broke and I'm heading to the hospital. He booked a flight right then. Like oh. literally right then and there. He flew the next day. Like he was there the morning of and there was a snowstorm. He traveled through oh the snowstorm. God. Luggage, luggage, near airport, take a straight. He came to the hospital. Hospital, I'm just exhausted, right? Like, I had, I went through labor, I had a baby, I'm all stitched up, and all that. And he's like opening his luggage right there in the in the <laughs> hospital room. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and here I am, I'm like, all completely you know you're just so overwhelmed with and also so much hormone surging yeah you know, through your whole body and i remember and i regret it now because i was kind of mean to him and i was sort of like pushing him away a little bit and i just wanted to be with my baby and i didn't want to have to interact with anybody else but like thinking back now and i see even now and one of his one of his promises were always to be there for my kids birthdays so Azalea's oh. first birthday, she he, he was there. Second birthday, he couldn't make it because what was going through a surgery. But many he's tried to to be be there for all the milestones and birthdays and things like that. And just how active he is and how like how precious their relationship is is oh, just it so nice. blows my mind. And even like my daughter, if I ask her. Who is your favorite grandparent? You know, I mean, he's she, she's got two sets from my side. Yeah. And then, you know, she's oh, yeah. got Dada, who's Fuad's mom, on the other side. Hands down, it's always Nanabaya. Nanabaya is number one. Because oh. Nanabaya plays with her. Nanabaya will yeah. spend time with her. Nanabaya will sit and listen to everything that she has to say. But everyone else kind of, Right. Let's do all of that. But no, Nanabaya doesn't have all that responsibility. Nanabaya can just sit there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's so sweet. Like my mom yeah. will say, Amiya, she amar make it. <laughs> so she, I mean, she loves her grandkids and all of that, but it's true. Like my dad was much more active. Yeah. But it's funny that, I don't know. But it's to me, it's funny. Like, I don't know what it is, but the dynamics of like, your mom's side versus your dad's side and how close the yes. kids are. Even how we are, like much closer to my mom's side than my dad's side. Mm -hmm. I don't know yes. where that's from, but I feel like that's also a little bit of a trickling down of the how how close the dads are, therefore how close their families are. Exactly. How close they are with you. It's a, it's an I feel like, though, I think if my father-in-law was alive and here, Azalea would have this insane bond with him. Because she's one of those people, I feel like she, she like there are days when she comes to us, like especially Shundhad Dike. Really? She starts crying and she's like, I saw I, I saw him, I saw Dada Bhaiya, he came and he spoke to me what? and he said everything's gonna be okay. Wow. And, you know, and I'm missing him. I'm just missing him so much. And she just randomly misses him. And that's like a weird wow. connection, you know, and I'm like, you've never met him. How do you yeah. miss him? And she just, she just starts crying, and she's just like, I miss him. I don't know. I just, oh I gosh. think about him all the time. Everything revolves around Dada Baya. 
And I think that, yeah, everything. And when Fuad was going through all these health issues, I feel like she also shut down a little bit because I think whenever he would be sick or he would, he like, you know, he would have to go through a procedure or something like that. She kind of goes back to Dadabaya and starts remembering him more because maybe that's some, some sort of a fear that she has. Yeah. But I feel like Azalea is so much closer with the male figures in the family uh, as opposed to, to to the women um but yeah that's 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 kind of a weird that's so weird nice that's so nice that she's yeah. but i feel like she's also spiritually at another level for her age <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true you know i was thinking about um dads showing affection and it's it's funny because and i've seen these like memes and things too about bangladeshi dads where they may not hug you and kiss you but they'll like bring um right like mangoes and cut it up for you and be like math or dunanyashti like you know eat yeah. this and it's not like one or two mangoes it's a fucking crate yeah. you're like yeah. who's, who's eating this it's just me you know, like mama, like everything is like yeah. in excess, right? Like it's so yeah. funny, but that's the way they show affection because again, they never saw like a physical affection, which I think, um, you know, I was trying to explain this to my non-Bangladeshi friends, uh, like not non-Bangladeshi speaking friends that we don't actually have a saying, I love you. That's more than a romantic, I love you. We don't say I love you to our parents. Like you don't say that in Bangla. You don't say I would talk in a casual way at all. No, Someone you don't. I love. It's yeah. No one says I would talk in Yeah, you just you know, and it's because again in our culture, we don't have that oh, term of endearment. Where again, we are a little bit more, um, I don't know, more formal with our parents than the or Western is it, culture is. Or is it like just different words? We to, remember we were saying like, you were just saying ma, the marginal, like there's no other culture, I don't think, or in a language where we yeah. use the words that we call our parents we use for our kids. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's so, like daknams, like yeah. all of those things. But Latinos like, do it too. I have to mm -hmm. put it up there. You oh. can cut it out. Papi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's right. That's but right. papi is not, is. is that dad in Spanish too? Or is yeah. that papa? Yeah. Yeah, papa? Papa is a potato. Oh. <laughs> Alu. That was Zen's nickname in, in, in his daycare from his Spanish teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa. yeah. yeah oh yeah. my God. I think in Korean too, they call like their husbands or boyfriends the same thing as dad. Something like that. Do you know, um, I've seen like... Um, like Desi couples, the women calling their husbands dad, like daddy, daddy, or mommy. Like, well, or like Abu. Yeah, because the other part, also interestingly in Bangla, like Bangladeshi families, a lot of, um, well, back in the day, you would get married to someone much older than you. And out of respect, you didn't call your husband their name oh, because yeah. they were so much older. So when you had a so before you had a kid, you would just go, and then when you had the kid, you know, it'd be like, Zainer Baba, Zainer Baba, right? My mom so, still calls my dad. Yeah. Yes. 
I have, yeah, I have, you know, aunts that do the same thing. They don't no. call their husbands their name because they're a lot older. What uh, did your parents call each other? What? What did your parents call each other? Mine? Yeah. My mom would, my dad would call her Millie and my mom would say, hey. hey. See? <laughs> hey. That's, what about you? So my parents called each other their names, but they're not that much. I think my dad is like two and a half years older than her. Um, but yeah, is that why, Mary? Like, no, was they're five your dad? Not that much older. That's old and for Bangladeshis. Please, I remember I got yelled at because I had a cousin that was like six months older than me and I didn't oh, call him Paya, right? Yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. that extent, like yeah. anything older is. Uh, maybe they started off calling it her, calling him Pai or something when before, like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> did your parents and have a you love? Huh? Was, did, did your parents have an arranged marriage? No. No. Oh. Love. Love marriage. And if they love. still called, and she still called him A. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Maybe that's I actually had a experiment. Yeah. I had a friend who dated another friend of mine in Dhaka and they used to call each other Apni. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. You. I'm not yeah. I'm judging. I'm totally judging. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that, but uh, there's also people like Tui Tui Korodak, and I think that's kind <laughs> of Oh my god. I love so I do have uh, like a my mom's cousin, they say tui tui to each other, the husband and wife, and it's the cutest so like couple hashtag couple goals. Like yeah. it's Look so awesome, literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I also think that's also a dynamic that you don't. I mean, we never saw our parents being affectionate, physical. Yes, mm -hmm. never. Yep. But you know, my dad would like give her things, like they would give gifts or you could tell like they would joke and banter like that. You could always yeah. tell that that was there, that they had a very special or a different relationship than like a very stoic, what their parents may have had. Yeah. Um, which I also think set me up for failure because I also think that that's what I had expected mm. my relationship to be. With the not. banters. Yeah. Just like that, like that unspoken. Yeah. Thought. Like you don't have to say those things or you don't like, you know, um, Anyway, but that's for another time. But you I had I that with your girls. <laughs> yeah, but my dad, like, they would also, I mean, even till like the very late in age, right, even before he died, like they would still, like we all left for college or whatever, they would go on little dates and they always like spend time with each other, even though they were always surrounded by other people. So I don't know, I feel like maybe whatever my dad didn't have, he was really, yeah intentional about doing that with his wife and his family. Do you think that the way that he was with your mom, do you think that set up expectations for you as to what you expected your husband to be like? 100%. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it, that's typically how it goes, right? And that's why they always say, like, you have to be careful how you are around your kids because that's what they learn. Yeah. Um, so that, I, I think everyone has that expectation. But I think in many of our cultures, uh, everything is sort of like it has a purpose, right? Marriage, it's, sometimes it, it feels a little bit like they're all things like goals that you have to check off to, you know, that you're yeah. supposed to do and not necessarily enjoy. And that's why many times you don't see like that generation doing things like I'm going to go on a date or like, 
go travel with just my spouse. Like, like you know, it's, it's shocking to people, right? So that's the sort of, I don't know, generation we observed as like, that's what marriage looks like. I mean, they're definitely outliers, like yeah. what you're, you know, like even your parents. But typically, it was very much like, this is a job that you have to do, you have to get married, and you have to have children. Yeah. And your purpose is, you know, then to take care of your uh, larger family, etc. And that that's, you know, you're not necessarily supposed to be focusing on each other, that you're that's sacrificing your, you know, for everyone else. I think I, I definitely, I've definitely seen that. I think one of my, um, like my parents, for them, whatever they did, they had to do kids. They did together. They did with their kids, which when I was married and I did that, it was overwhelming. I was like, either we need yeah. time for ourselves or I need time for myself. Like even now my mom will be like, Right. Even babysitters was like, when we introduced babysitters into our life, she was like, what? no. Yeah. I don't know. But so I, I don't know. I think we're all confused. <laughs> well, no, I think again, it's, it's things change and every generation learns something new yeah. or the, the environment is different. And that's how we operate in yeah. our parents' generation. It was very different. And now, you know, again, like we're both typically working parents. Yeah. Um, we're very busy. We're both exhausted. Like you, you're saying, we both come back home yeah. at 20% each. None of us are like, I'm giving my 100% to you as a, as a partner. It, it's just not possible. But and I so you go through, yeah. No, I think it's important to have like your own interests, your own kind of, your own thing too. Like you don't have to exactly. do everything together. And to yeah. some people, that's like bishy independent. Like, so bishy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. And like, again, <laughs> it's the, the girls that get, um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's the girls that they, they point fingers to like, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, like today.